Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello everybody, Sunday afternoon, welcome to the Clown Blue podcast live on Facebook and YouTube with myself, Dan Rowenson and Ashley Priest in a disguise there with his glasses on, but that is Ashley Priest. Uh, new glasses, I like them mate. Yeah, oh, there he is. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. Um, yes, we're here to discuss 15, 20 minutes or so that the big breaking news this afternoon as Dean Smith uh, and National Enough parted company is the phrase that the club have used, but effectively sacked, isn't it? So Smith sacked as Aston Villa boss. This isn't a podcast I expected to be doing. Um, today, especially, I thought maybe you know the start of the international break, we'll, we'll see a bit of movement. But Daniel Fark and Norwich, party company as well, and then Villa follow suit. Um, so yeah, comments flying in, people saying you know, sad, sad day. I agree with that. We'll get onto our personal opinions in a moment. But ask your initial reaction to this this breaking news for us. I'm getting the sack off the missus now. She's told me this is my seventh day working in a row, afternoon <laughs> Friday and yesterday. So I'm getting the sack as well. But listen, totally stunned to be honest with you. I really am. Uh, I've had to dart away from watching the local Sunday League side. They're all saying, get gone. He's been sat I've had to dart here to speak with you. And I am stunned yet, to be fair. I thought I thought they'd have the, the two-week international break to sound out a new man if if, Smith, if Smith's losing streak continued. Very ruthless. I thought the statement was from Christian Perslow. Um, like I've said, after a good start to last season, this year we have not seen the continuous improvement in results, performances and league position, which we've all been looking for. Uh, for this reason, we have decided to make a change now. So, yeah, I mean, I spoke to Dean Smith on Friday. The tough questions were fired at him. He goes, I'm not, I'm not sure what, what, I'm not sure about the future, but listen, I'll, I'll continue working day to day. I don't have um, I don't have them decisions to make. And uh, he, looked, he looked cool as a cucumber, sat in that chair like he always has been. On the Thursday, just before that, he said, I'm sleeping, I'm playing golf, I'm speaking to the missus. Um but yeah, it's quite I'm very emotional now. As I, as I'm looking through it, I'm I'm in a bit of a daze. To be fair, mm. I don't know how how best to react to it. it but I'll be I'll be doing a comment piece shortly on it. But yeah, totally stunned. Comments coming in. Uh, what a three years it's been. Listen, Dan, it's the ruthless business of Premier League. Yeah. It hasn't been good enough for a while, hasn't it? I mean, how 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 are you feeling as a fan? And uh, what's your initial reaction? Well, my first reaction there when you said I don't know how to react to it. I don't, I don't. I'm not reacting to this in a happy way. I'm not. I'm not glad there were people who have been saying Smith out for weeks, if not months, that will be going. Yeah, I've finally got what I wanted. That I don't feel like that way. Um, I kind of said after the game with Matt that the sort of stuff that was was flying around on social media, all the different swear words being aimed in his direction, and he's clueless, and he's this and he's that. I didn't agree with that personally either because it just feels like the, the we're treating Dean Smith the way that we have every other rubbish manager. You know, Alex McLeish, Remy Gard, Tim Sherwood, whatever. That, they never did anything for Villa. So when they were sacked, it was like, oh, well, they're in the bin now. We move on to the next one. And there is an element, an element to me that agrees with that now because the owners have made the decision. They want someone in place for the next game, I assume, after this international break. Um, I've not actually read the statement, but you know they'll be working on it 
this is what this breaks for, isn't it? Get someone in, get someone ready. Yeah. So, my, you know, the roof, this part of my brain agrees with that, right? We move on now and go. But it, I think it's sad. I think it's a sad experience in, in my time supporting Villa. Smith's been the most successful besides O'Neill. And I know people say, oh, that was in the championship. But this has been fun. It's been a fun three years, hasn't it? It's the first manager to, to get to three years since, since Martin O'Neill a decade ago. So... I can't just wash my hands of it and go, yeah, Smith out, let's move on to the next one because Dean Smith actually achieved stuff with us, whereas the other managers that have come before him have failed to do that. Yeah. Um, promotion, keeping us in the Premier League, cup final against Man City, we didn't particularly do great, but you know, still a cup final. Big wins last season was great, even though it was behind closed doors. So you know, there's, there's things to be happy about, but you know, the ruthless nature of football, like you said, is that you know we wash our hands of Dean Smith now and move forward. Um, there's a few people in the comments saying I'm happy he's gone so yeah fair enough everyone's opinion is different but it is hint, you know, tinged with a, a hint of sadness for me and I did think I saw your video in the um, the Premier League or wherever you were down in Southampton saying you think he'll get the Brighton game and I, I watched that and thought I'm not sure I agree with that when it's actually said out loud because if we lose that we've wasted two weeks haven't we yes you know what I mean? like it, exactly you know thankfully for Smith it never turned sour amongst the fan base you know we haven't heard chance of smith out there's chance for pro dean smith against um i can't even remember the last game off the top of my head how embarrassing uh whoever it was but, but you know it's been a you know dean smith's carton army and dino give us a wave and it's never been booze and 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 harsh things towards him in the stadium so you know if we had gone three nil down against brighton at villa park it would have turned toxic so i'm, I'm glad smith for, for personal reasons as a guy has never had to go through that um but yeah, you know, there's no sentiment in football, isn't there? So we move no. on to the next manager, whoever that is, and there'll be loads of questions coming in saying who who is that going to be? You know, as of two o'clock Saturday, you know, like you, I've just rushed back. I was in Tesco scanning some milk because I got a few texts and a few different group chats. And, oh, Smith, Smith's gone, Smith's gone. So I've rushed back myself. I don't know as of now who the next manager should be. You know, I don't want to sit here and sound like um, Steve Bruce and say who could do a better job because every managerial appointment is a is a gamble. So. You know, the next manager, we might look at this this moment in three years' time and go, what a good decision that was to move Smith on because now we've got ex-manager and we're in the top four. Great decision. But we could very easily look in three years' time and go, Christ, we've been relegated with ex-manager in charge. What a silly decision that was to, to get rid of Dean Smith. So it is a gamble. That was a massive waffle. I don't really know if I've made any sense there. Um, but yeah, I just I don't really know what the next steps are, I guess. Yeah, six weeks yesterday. We won at Old Trafford. Six weeks yesterday. Mm. Old Trafford. Dean Smith, his mum, Hillary in the crowd, crying. Dean Smith, what, what a manager. Best thing since sliced bread. What a result. He's kicking on. He's proven his Premier League credentials now, Dean Smith. And um, all was rosy. And then it just all turned, hasn't it? Big time. And just go, go, goes to show how ruthless it is. Has been on the cards, of course. I tried to butcher up on Friday. I thought I said he, he deserves to go out on his shield. Because what he's done in 37 months, given the climb he's been on, mid-tower of the Championship and what and whatnot, and doing what he did. And I thought, giving the Brighton home game, giving Danny Ings back, giving giving his squad back, giving that one final home game. And if it goes if it goes wrong, the six defeats on the bounce, okay, you hold your hands up. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd have said that. And I'd have used his two-week period to sound out who's interested in, in the job if, if Smith can't turn it round and, and do it that way. So I do feel for him, I really do. Like I said, I didn't have a great relation with him anyway. I wish he opened up a bit more about his about the problems over the last few weeks. He never. He took a bullish mood to it. He said, nothing's wrong, really. Crisis, what crisis? He's what I led off the other day because that's how I felt from, from him. Um, but he kept himself quite reserved. I'm sure there's lo- loads of stuff that's been happening in the background and stuff. So, 
So yeah, that's how that's how I feel. I think he should have gone out in his shield. I really do, given what he did. And um, people will say, "Oh no, ambition." Oh yeah, we haven't got time for that. But listen, we finished eleventh last season. There's twenty seven, uh, twenty six games remaining. Plenty of time to turn it all around, and it takes a few mm. results. Like you like you've seen now. So the flip side of that is Dean Smith isn't working. Get. Ex, I'm just going to keep saying ex-manager because I don't want to say Lampard yeah. or Gerard because I don't, I don't want to you know I don't want to propel an opinion out on, on a manager because I don't know who it will be. So you know you give ex-manager those 26 games to, to bridge that gap and climb up as high as he can. I guess I suppose that's the other side of it. Um, Ryan Smith says nothing but positive opinions about Smith. I agree. I've got no bad word against him. I, I don't think it's gone that drastically wrong personally. I, I know let's say that we've lost five games in a row. I probably sound like an idiot, but we've not been terrible. I don't think like we've been abject in the last couple of games you know the first half yesterday and the game before we've been rubbish but it's not like I've been looking at it going what is he doing here like do you know what I mean like mm, when you say that I disagree a little bit because okay. I think it's not been, been quite confused this season uh, the sole Grealish went, went down playing different systems went to the front two even on Friday that first half they didn't know what they were doing the players um, that was very worrying okay you addressed it in the second half but why are you addressing it for why don't you be the yeah, what, 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 what do you have to be reactionary for? Why, why can't you come out fighting? I mean, you only haven't scored an away, away first half goal this season, which is quite an alarming, alarming stat. Um, it hasn't been working for him at all, but I thought, given given the job he's done, I thought they're given this two week as a calling off period. I think that I thought they've had, they've had discussions. Come on, Dean, what's going wrong? And then I, I thought they signed out replies. But they've got they've gone with it. The the, the, the um the accident they've got rid of him. They've axed him. And uh, it's a big call from Perslow on the board. It really is. Um, the statement says they haven't been happy with, with what's going on. Position, points, tally-wise, results. and Very ruthless from Perslow, I thought. And the owners um, as well. That, yeah, they decided yeah, it's yeah. not good enough and made the decision. And that's yeah, yeah, what, I said, yeah. what I said weeks ago, and I was being slated for, oh, just, you're only doing what the, what the owners say. They, it was their decision to make. And as of today, five defeats in a row, Dean Smith, that's not good enough. See you later. So fair yeah. enough. I agree. That's absolutely fine. That's what they wanted to do. A telling, a telling line from the statement is uh, this past year, so calendar year. Mm, yeah. So Dean failed with that. when when Grealish was at the team. He failed miserably, didn't he? Really, he wasn't wasn't good at all. Um, suppose, so yeah. Well, so. Just to address a few comments, saying that you know, me saying we've not been terrible. Yeah, the last five games have been poor. But like you just said, actually, it was only six weeks ago we were all reveling in the the, the win over Man United and that great yeah. that great win against Everton as well. And we were going, oh, Leon Bailey, what a player! Like this is exciting. This team that, that Smith's building. Like if we've been terrible all season, I'd, I'd just kind of say, yeah, fair enough. We've got three points, or whatever. Like we, we've we've clearly shown nothing all season. That's five games. Yeah, fair enough. We have been terrible. I've said that after every post match podcast we've done. But you always felt maybe there's a chance that like, this team and this manager have done things this season, even with the Man United and Everton wins. So it's not impossible to say that they could have turned it around, but like we said uh, uh, yesterday after the game, no Friday after the game, um, the players as well. I think the players have let him down. I don't think the players have been good enough in the last five games. The attitude's not been right. They've, I mean, saw Matt Target in his post-match interview. I thought he was going to burst into tears at one point. So I'm not saying they don't care, but they just don't look like they're at it. And you know, who's to blame for that? Is it the manager can't get the best out of them? Whatever it is, I don't know. It's just, it's just been a, it has been a mess in the last five games. But you think, oh, why is this happening? We've just beat Man United. Why can't we take the confidence in beating Man United? And then we go to Spurs and lose and then throw it away against Wolves and that first half against Arsenal, the first half against Southampton. It has been poor. You just wonder why you have to get to that stage in the first place. And that yeah. probably is the manager's fault. Exactly. But 
that new manager who comes in in two weeks' time, whoever that is, has still got an unfit squad to turn it around. A squad that doesn't look anywhere at it at the moment has to find his best formation, exactly get no the balance, best out of the players. Whatever happens to the coaching staff, I assume they're all going as well. I've, I've not seen anything, but you you would assume that the, the the new guy wants to get his own his own team in, of course. So this isn't going to be that we turn up against Brighton. Oh, I know you get the new manager bounce, but I don't expect us to be brilliant straight away, and we could still finish fifteenth this season. So then what? <laughs> like we've got to give the new guy time now, haven't we? I guess. Mm. And more money, one of your own players in as well. You're going to have to spend the wider cash again. Um, yeah, really interesting. I am, I'm stunned. I really am, Dan. I really I thought he'd deserve a little bit more time. I know five defeats on the spin, but I thought the issues that he's had to deal with, the COVID, the, the illnesses, the, mm. this, that and the other, I thought that would give him a bit, a bit of time to try and get it. But, but yeah, I mean, Jason just mentioned he's written the season's a write-off. The season's a write-off. It's about stabilising, but... Mm. You can't you tell that. No, if, if the new guy comes in and gets his gets his, what did it, how many games left did you say it was? Twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. Miller played eleven now. Let's say it takes him five or six games to get going. He's still got twenty games there to to put a run together and have a good mid table finish still and play some good football. Like I'm not going to sit here and write off the season, but I'm also prepared that it could take the rest of the season to to implement a new star, whoever that is. You know, shouts and Nuno coming in will be totally different to what. To what suits the Villa squad, I think he'd want to play three at the back, and we've seen that doesn't really work. A bit more defensive, a bit more structured. I don't know whether that suits our, our attacking lineup. Gerard, Lampard, Terry, Fonseca, Favre. I don't I don't know. I don't know who I want in uh, for Zan just said there. Who do you want as new manager? I don't know at this point. I, yeah. I, I honestly I couldn't I couldn't give you an answer as of Sunday afternoon. You know, with a bit more time to reflect on it, I might say, Oh yeah, this guy, Graham Potter, obviously is that Graham Potter. Graham Potter is obviously the obvious one that people are talking about. Um, some people said, why would he throw away what he's got at Brighton? But I mean, some Brighton fans will probably stumble upon this, but Villa still a big, <laughs> massive club compared to Brighton, bigger budget, oh, yeah. bigger ambitions. It, if if Villa want enough. Potter and go to Brighton and say the compensation's five million or whatever, and Villa are happy to buy that and he wants to come, that is a done deal. He would come. Yeah. So yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't buy all this, you know, he doesn't want to throw away what he's got at Brighton. If he wants to come, we could get him. Um, so if he's the one, fair enough. But people like you know, Big Sam, someone's just said here, people like that, Nuno even is, isn't one for me. But then I say that if he's appointed, I don't want to look stupid. I will back whoever it is. So I don't want to write anyone off. But it's a bit like when Steve Bruce took over in the championship. When that initially happened, I thought, well, I'm not massively keen on that. But then you have to support the manager, whoever it is. So I'll wait and see again to sit on the fence. Whoever it is, is who I'll back as Aston Villa manager. I, I don't have a name for you. Is there anyone that you'd prefer out of all those names I've just chucked to you? Or are you, are you in the same camp as me of kind of wait and see? Um, the one that springs to mind straight away, given his links to Perzo, Stephen Gerrard. I think he'd, mm. I think I think he's done done what he's done at Rangers now. I think he'd see Villa as a, a huge upgrade. Um, Premier League manager. I think he'd fancy a bit of that, but. It'd be using Villa as a stepping stone, wouldn't it? When Klopp moves on at Liverpool, he'd, yeah. he'd won that gig. So I'm not, not exactly the about that, but I suppose I had a few people to speak to me about that, and they said, you know, if if Steven Gerrard gets the Liverpool job, he's done a very good job at Villa, which I kind of understand. But then part of me thinks it's Gerrard, so Liverpool would have him even if he did a mediocre job at Villa, like how Lampard got into Chelsea because it was Lampard. So I'm not mm. even convinced Gerrard would have to do a brilliant job with us to get the Liverpool job in two years' time. No, it's not like if Joe got us into the top four, you'd be going, oh, as soon as Liverpool becomes available, he's gone. He's gone anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But then I'll just think, well, it's Steven Gerrard and Liverpool. If they want him and Villa finish 13th, they'd still get him. So 
I don't know about Gerard. I think as a manager, I think he, he'd be an exciting prospect. Um, but yeah, Adam says, don't be stupid with Gerard. As soon as the ball come knocking, he's gone. Exactly. I, I like I like the idea of a project. I know this is this is probably the difference between you know a fan and, and doing this as a job. The project word it gets thrown around a lot, and fans sometimes don't like that. To my mind, I like that. I managed to come in and thinking they should be here for three, four, five years and try to build something. I don't like the idea of Gerard for eighteen months and then he leaves and we're back to square one. Even yeah. if we do have some kind of success under him, it just it doesn't sit right with me for some reason. You, know, yeah. you look at someone like, but then who who gives you a project these days? If Aston Villa fan can't work out a, a long term ten year project, then probably nobody can. Yeah, can they? Because anyone else that? would want to go on to move to some other club. Whereas I don't think I said this to Matt. I don't know if it was on air or, or not. If Villa were doing well, I don't think Dean Smith would have left for anybody else apart from maybe the England manager, and he would have had to have done very well with us to get that. Yes. So you could see. In theory, Dean Smith being here for eight, nine years and building this big project, you're not going to get that from Frank Lampard or whoever because they'll depart off to somebody else when when somebody comes along. Exactly. John that. So I don't know. Maybe a project isn't isn't the thing. Maybe you have to treat it in the same way you do with players that you come in, buy cheap, they do well for you, and you're happy to let them go. Maybe you have to Ooh. think of it the same way with managers. You get two years out of them, finish eighth, and then they leave for a top four club. And then we have to start yeah. start ourselves again with a manager as well. Maybe that is the thing. But exactly, I don't know. Nick Scott says all this talk of projects is nonsense. So after five games, the manager gets pulled. So I honestly don't know who's out there. No one excited. I mean, I'm a bit stunned. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, um, you can see. Yeah. says, "What about Chris Wilder? He's a Middlesbrough manager now, <laughs> so that's one off the list." Oh yeah, um, like you see, you can see what they're doing. Brighton's the next game at home, new manager in. You want to get that bounce, don't they? Mm. You want to get that momentum, don't they? Brighton Palace, and they're going to the Man City one there. Let's Imagine see what if it Potter, by the way, just to interrupt you. Exactly. I was going to say, how the hell does that work? Exactly. I, yeah. So, yeah, a Daily, Daily Telegraph reported now that Ralph Houston, who took, is on the shortlist as well. So, Villa's just face mm. his side. He's done a good job at Southampton. If you're if you throwing, that, throwing that name at me, I quite like it, um, given what he's done. On a, on a shoestring budget, as it were. So, yeah, loads of names in the frame. This time last week, we had that report from the Daily Mail come out. Paolo Fonseca has been sounded out as well, just initial talks there. So, no smoke without fire, which has yeah. been proved to be the case. So, they've been been thinking about this decision for a while and they've chosen to do it on Sunday, two days after. 48 hours, well, less than 48 hours after the defeat at Southampton. They didn't see enough there. And Perslow has been, been, been a bit ruthless with it. But fans have been calling for it, haven't they, Dan? We're not yeah. blowing to it. Fans have been calling for it. And it, I think the fans are going back on it now and thinking, oh, that's actually a shame, you know? And, uh, so, pressure's on Perzo now for me. You've got to get this appointment right. Yeah, this has to be um, spot on. This is a huge, massive, massive appointment. Huge. This is the, the biggest thing they've had to had to do in their time. Uh, just someone's tweeted the the um, next manager odds up down to 16 to 1. John yep. Terry is the favourite. Paolo Fonseca, Stephen Gerrard, Frank Lampard, Graham Potter, Nuno Espirito Santo and Daniel Fark. It's not, it's, not, it's not lighting up the lighting up the world, is it really? But like I said before, I'll, I'll preface all that by saying whoever of those come in, if it is one of those, I'd still back them. I'd still back them to the hilt, as I have with every other manager that's been here from the start, because that's what you have to do as a fan, in my opinion. There's no reason being against the manager from day one. Like I said, I wasn't massively keen on Steve Bruce, but I still supported him while he was here for the, the time he was until mm. till the very end. Um, but yeah, like if you're looking at that list and it was Conte, Mourinho. Allegri or whatever, you'd be going, oh yeah, right, good decision here, let's, let's get this this big name in, but on paper, none of those have, have 
are really proven at the Premier League level. Potter, I suppose. The only I, th- I, th- I, th- I think Ger- Gerard's a sexy appointment, isn't he? Gerard Gerard probably get, would getting into the, the Premier League. Stephen Gerrard, given the, the affinities with the Rangers fans, they look to bring that to Villa Park and he looked to instantly have a, have a bounce and, and get, a, get a feel good factor back and get a few wins and, and go for it. So that's the appointments that's looking. Like he'd be he'd be the candidate at the moment, the standout candidate. I can't see John Terry taking it. I really can't. What do you think about Lampard as manager with Terry as assistant, as like a managerial duo, just because they're good mates? Can't see that working here. I, I, I don't think Terry would fancy that. I think Terry was was Lampard's captain. Don't forget Dan. I think Terry thinks he's above Lampard in in that sense. Uh, I mean, DC had Lampard's number time and time again in the Championship. You know what I mean? Hmm. Managerially, I think Dean is better than Lampard. I, I, I do. So yeah, interesting, interesting few days now. I'm just, I'm totally <laughs> Someone said, "What on earth is sexy about Stephen Gerrard?" It's just <laughs> the name, the, isn't it? This is the predicament we're in, isn't it? This is why I was never fully convinced before. Obviously, I've made the decision now, so we have to deal with it as fans. But if you'd asked me a couple of weeks ago, I'm not massively sure because none of those names I've just read out jump out at me. And I know the the bookies odds aren't the be all and end all. There'll be people in there in the running. Or might be interviewed, or you know, asked if they're interested. Or aren't even in the bookies um, thing. Someone just said Pochettino. You know, names like that, you'd be like, oh yeah, right, that's a that is a sexy pull, but I don't know whether it's realistic. So I said off air, definitely off air. Until he, until uh, Smith is sacked, if that's what happens, doing these podcasts and stuff will be a nightmare because. I don't know what else to say at this point because Villa haven't improved. I can't just keep repeating myself. So there is a part of me that's semi-excited about the future in that it's a bit of an unknown. And I know the unknown is scary, but you know, I'm kind of quietly excited about, you know, it's the what if, isn't it? It's the hope of football. That's why we that's why we love football. What if the new guy comes in and immediately Leon Bailey plays like a superstar and gets the best out of Emmy Buendia and we shoot up the league? Like that's in theory why you sack a manager, isn't it? To be better than before. So that that is potentially exciting. Um, but you know, the, the realist part in the back of my head goes, yeah, but we could soon be in a relegation battle, for, you know, seriously in trouble with with Lampard if he doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, Ten Hag, the Ajax yes. manager, people, a few, he's been around uh, a little bit in the comments more so than, than the bookies. That, that bookies only went down to sixteen to one. He will be on that list because he will be. Yeah. There, there were people like Ian Taylor on the list at a thousand to one and stuff. So <laughs> he'll definitely be on there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we'll do it. Um, Ten Hag, what do you think? Again, that feels like that oppression of Conte Marino does, yeah. that probably isn't going to be. You know, he's probably more in frame for Man United than, than Aston Villa. Exactly. Villa. Yeah, he, he took a lot of, lot of boxes and obviously, like you say, their style of play and, and the big Champions League winning the week against Dortmund. And I see a few clips of Ajax playing out from the back. So very, very, yeah, very nice appointment that would be. But I think he's on Man United's radar. But yeah, I think I think Villa will speak to him as well. Um, but yeah, big two weeks then coming up. Mm, um, just a penny for Deansky's thoughts, really. And it's one of them, isn't it? Can we, can we end with a bit of a positive? Because we said we do about okay. 20 minutes, so we've done 20. Yeah, on, it's, do, it's done now, isn't it? We've been rubbish, we all know it. We're going to get a yeah. new manager in the next two weeks, and Broughton will be buzzing, depending on unless the appointment is horrific, which, let's fingers crossed, we don't go that far. Um, let's end with some positives with Dean Smith, okay. like I started with. We've had good times under him. I don't want to forget that, you know, in my eyes. Martin O'Neill hero is 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 still top in my time going just because it was at the top end of the Premier League rather than the Championship. But I think Dean Smith's been the most fun, been the most likable manager, the Villa fan. He had that connection with us. Him, yep. Grealish, got promoted. All that was good stuff. So I want to end with a kind of a bit of a summary on your half of your experience with with Smith as manager over the last three years, and let's end it on a bit of a positive because it has been poor and, and, and negative for the for the last five five weeks or so. So yep. shoot us. 
Yeah, everyone who knows me knows I've been Dean Smith back at since day one. We cut from the same cloth. We're from Great Bar. We've been to the Scott Arms and we grew up around the same area. Personally, I'm good to know that I never got to know him too well. I wish I, I, wish I had that, 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 that understanding with him, that, that relationship with him. I never never got to get, have that. Maybe I'll get to have that in the next, now, now he's gone, kind of thing, with the barriers being up around Villa Park. I've always willed him on. I think when he come in, breath of fresh air, um, replacing Steve Bruce in that October. He walked in, beaming smile on his face, but he said, I'm not a Villa fan here. I've earned the right to manage my boy club, and he did. And um, less than a year later, he took him to the promised land, Premier League, did the job that was asked ahead of schedule. Yeah, uh, yeah got that affinity with the fans. He's one of us. Yeah, they see them scenes in the playoff final. He's on the mm-hmm. stage with a little bottle of Stella singing the Villa songs as well. He's one of us. We live the dream through him. Um, very emotional, yeah. Like you say, I'm gutted for him. I really am. I backed him to the hills. I got some some pelters as well over the weekend because I thought he deserved to go out on his shield. It's a, it's a phrase I keep saying, but I think he, he, he deserved that given given the situations and the cards he's been dealt. Um, and yeah, I'm gutted for him. I really am. Uh, but what a journey it's been through three sweet, sweet years, Dan. Um, mm. And yeah, for the most part, <laughs> for the most part, yeah. But over the last few weeks, it's turned a little bit. He's been a bit, probably sounding a bit, a bit delusional um, towards towards the press, um, painting it up, paint, uh, painting it up as being better than it actually is. We're, we're all not blind, so it hasn't been good at all. No matter how you butt it up and blinded referee referee decisions and this, that, and the other, and not having the squad available. Good managers adapt, and they've been able to do that over the last few weeks. But very ruthless call from Bill after me. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm struggling to take it in. Someone's asked, Are you happy? I'm never happy for a villa manager to lose his job, especially with it being Smith, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, very yeah, quite sad for him. Um, how it, how it ended like this. Um, yeah, very raw at the moment, Dan. I don't know how best to describe it. Yeah, but oh, I said a few weeks ago. Job. I said a few weeks ago, I don't know which defeat it was after, but it was after one of them, probably the third or, or fourth in the run of five. Yeah. And it, it, it felt to me a little bit, I'm only scanning this off social media here, so I will say that with our comments and Facebook and all that kind of thing, it kind of just felt like some people's opinions were anyone would be better than Smith. And I'm wary of that a little bit because we've been here before, haven't we? We've, we've chanting for Paul Lambert when he's still Norwich manager and then we get him. And then, <laughs> do you know what I mean? If, if we got to Brighton and we're still without a manager and we're all chanting for Potter, what if in two years' time Potter's rubbish? And, and do you know what I mean? Like, it, but at the moment, it's just because it's not Dean Smith, I'll be happy. So I don't know. I'm still, I'm still a little bit torn. I don't know whether it's the right decision because how can we know that? We, <laughs> we don't know that. We don't, that, we don't know until we see what the next manager does. Ask me in a year's time whether it was a good decision because at the moment we've got to wait and see who the next guy is first. Mm. Um, I don't know whether we've really ever been in. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head over the last few managers that we've not really known who the next manager was going to be. I kind of felt like we kind of thought it might be Smith before it was yes. Smith. Same with Bruce a little bit. Before that, it was obviously a bit of a mess with Remy Carr and Tim Sherwood. But I'm at a total loss of who it will be next. I don't I don't know. I couldn't give you a, a feeling. Like if someone had just been sacked, you might be thinking, oh, they're free now, so it'll be them. But honestly, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, Kevin says we're all in a, bit, in, a, in a state of shock. I kind of agree with that to an extent. So I think we'll call it a day there. Um, there's been 1,200 people watching live, which I think is probably one of our most viewed episodes ever, uh, live on air as we go through this Sunday afternoon. We'll do some kind of midweek podcast. It might even be tomorrow. 
um, to kind of discuss the, the situation a little bit more in depth. But we're, we're playing the waiting game now, aren't we? We have we to are, wait yeah. to see what Villa do, whether it's as quick as Middlesbrough and Chris Wilder is in the following day and, and we'll be with our new manager tomorrow afternoon. We'll wait and see if that does happen. Obviously, we'll be here to react to that late, that that breaking news as it happens. Um, but yeah, as of today, we we wish Dean Smith well in whatever he does next. I assume he'll get another managerial job somewhere. I don't know whether that'll be, and that'll be a strange matchup when we come up against him at some point, won't it? So, um, yeah, we'll call it a day there. Thank you very much, Ash, for your, for your time on your seventh day working in a row. <laughs> Thanks to your missus for letting you come over. Um, thanks for all the comments. I'm back the pack. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for all the comments for getting involved. Uh, I've tried to kind of half scan them, but the mood seems to be, you know, understanding that we needed to make a change because we've been rubbish, but also feeling sorry for Dean Smith, the man. And that is, that's how I feel as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, thank you all for watching. We'll be back in the week with a, with a generic post-match, um, you know, midweek podcast. If nothing's happened or if the manager was appointed before then, we'll be here to talk about that. So I'll take a breath. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you again when something happens. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode, but until then, up the villa. Up the villa.